my brothers and sisters, I need you to open your third eye for a second and just just walk with me. Walk with me. Like this is a podcast about video games, right? And then video games, you know what I'm saying? When you think about, you know, games, there ain't really no game how the United States has treated our people. When you think about certain things, this is episode 57. Look deeper, look deeper. Episode 57, 5 plus 7 equals 12. And that's one away from 13. And a video game has organization 13 as an antagonist. When you think about organizations, how many organizations the United States set up to have the downfall of the black man and the black woman in America? Okay, I'm, I'm kidding y'all. Welcome to episode 57 of No Cool Out Podcast. My bad. Let me take off the head. I channel too much energy right there. Hold on. What's good, everybody? Hope y'all are doing well uh, <laughs> on this fine day. Uh, welcome, welcome back to No Cool Down. Hope you guys are doing well. I am that man trip, not the whole tap. That's that's another session. That's another day. But we are here for another episode, hot off the heels of uh, some events that happened this week. A lot of different news. I'm here with podcast partners in crime. First and foremost, when Easy is in the building, what's going on, dog? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. Living the dream. Hey man, gotta gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. And of also flanked alongside me, we have King V I I I who have gotten taller, darker shaded, more built, and has a you know stronger beard. I don't know what happened in the in the interim where I last saw King, but I, I don't I don't I, I don't know what trans, transformation machine he went into. But it's now nah, I'm joking, I'm joking, y'all. Negus is in the building, the Negus corner. Negus has joined us as a stand-in for King this week because he was a little bit short because work caught him up, but it's all good. We got him in the building. Negus, what is going on, sir? Yo, what's good, man? Chilling, man. I've been going on. Glad to be uh, joining you guys. Yes, finally. You know, this is an unofficial thing. We're going to officially have him on the podcast one of these days for a full interview breakdown and stuff. But this is a nice little last minute call. So we appreciate Negus coming through and gracing the podcast. You know what I'm saying? All this nice energy is here. And you can use some of the energy yourself to rate this podcast five stars. Go on Apple Podcasts. Go on Spotify. Go rate us five stars. Just search you No know, Cool Down. We'll be right there. We're also available on Anchor, uh, about to say Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. And we're also available the video versions on Spotify as well as YouTube.com slash at no cooldown. A lot of stories to get through this week. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Some 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 couple of juicy things. I ain't gonna lie. A couple of juicy things. But uh without further ado, are y'all ready to get into it? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right, without further ado, man. Let's let's start with a couple of warm-up stories. Uh first and foremost, a new Apex board game just kind of spawned out of nowhere. Like, I don't know if y'all saw it this week, and it was like, okay, he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, this new board game's coming through, blah, blah, blah. But the kicker about this was that a Kickstarter was happening, and it's being developed by a third party. So it's basically, the game is it's commissioned, and it's being there, but they need a Kickstarter to get the project going. And the third party is Glass Cannon Unplugged. So I, I was just confused at the whole entire rollout when EA's, you know, I guess, sanctioning this. And they're also they're not paying for it. I, I was confused. What y'all think about this? It it just seems like EA said, "Hey, we're not gonna sue you." That's <laughs> that's kind of the, the 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 amount of money they put into it. It's like we're not gonna tell our lawyers to shut this down, but they definitely said we don't because you know EA is a very small indie developer. They don't have a lot of money or a lot of facilities, so they they can't afford to give these these people who are making a board game money. So the best they could do is not, you know, give them legal action. Son. Bro, I say <laughs> all the time that like EA has to be like one of the most evil companies like on the face of the planet. Like genuinely, I really <laughs> believe that there are rain clouds and like thunderclouds on, on like over the building. Because like I dead can really see EA being like, yo, we want a board game, 
but we're not going to pay for it. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like for real. That's like, crazy. I dead can actually see them doing that. That's crazy! Oh my gosh the the uh, they go they go into these third they go into um glass can unplug the third party developer like yo listen the 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 exposure you guys are gonna get from being the official Apex board game is gonna be crazy oh. the exposure is gonna be <laughs> wild man y'all gotta get in there like, okay that's, that's that's great so how much are you guys gonna give us for a budget so we set up this link for y'all to go <laughs> like we'll tweet about it <laughs> like so what. <laughs> I can't stand this company. Yo, EA is they wild, but it's a wild voice, bro. They like they might be they might be the fifty cent of gaming with this level of audacity, just on the audacity scale. Because this is crazy. How you gonna tell a small thirty party studio like, hey, yo, y'all got it? Yeah, you'll get it. Because I get it's a Kickstarter, but like I feel like somebody would like at least like. Do you guys know if this like was a game before? Like people were talking about it before because it seems like it came out of nowhere and EA actually like wanted to do it. It was just like. We really just don't have a budget, so like, nah, <laughs> nah. This is that's basically what I think it is. I think they literally are just like, we can tweet about it, and we will let you make it and not sue you. That is as much as we're gonna give you. <laughs> yep, and like literally, I'm just like, they just we'll even give up, you the like, apex. We'll give you the apex font to put on it too, you know. So you guys, we'll give you the, the little the media assets enough. you need. Just enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just enough to not make us like destroy you. They might forget about they even like had this agreement in place and still might count as or something like that. Like this is the. EA, bro, uh, out of all the things, I, I don't, bro, EA is such a very, very funny company with how they operate, bro. Like, you put, somebody else mentioned this too. Um, shout, shout out to DX from YT's Discord, because I'm in there chilling, and, and, and somebody in there pointed out, he was like, yo, so how does um, the Dead Space collaboration with Fortnite happen, but then they don't put anything Dead Space in Apex Legends? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just little things like that. Like, how is, how is EA so backwards? You could have easily put your own promo stuff into your own popular games and made your own ecosystem, but nah. You were just like, let's just go there, and then we want a board game. We're just not going to pay for it and see what they do. This is backwards. This is backwards. Right. I, I don't know what they on, bro. They got to... They mm -hmm. They gotta fix. They gotta fix up, bro. But anyways, moving on to the next warm up story here. I don't know if y'all caught it, but there was some footage of Street Fighter, and no, not the uh, the footage of Street Fighter from earlier today, not Street Fighter Six, but Street Fighter in VR. As Capcom is set to release a full VR experience in Japan and some assorted arcades in a few areas within the uh, within like what the next couple of months, probably. Uh, I would say it's a, a fair estimate of it, but uh, yeah, it, it looked interesting. It was some, a whole lot of like you know Zangief doing tornadoes at you when you had to like dodge and, and dip and stuff. You still got power bomb. Looked very traumatic, but uh, what do y'all what y'all make of it? I've I've been in enough uh, VR street fights IRL, so I don't think I really need to, I don't need to pay for for the you you spend a couple of days in Philly. You I promise you you get you get power bombed. Don't worry that's about a, it. That's as real as it gets, bro. I ain't no second round either. I was about to say, yeah, nah. I was looking nah, at him like that's cool, but. I don't want to see Zangief chest chest hair in my face while I'm getting like nausea. Like that's actually a very <laughs> traumatic experience when you think about it. Like that's very bad. You sitting there, you run into a wall because oh Zangief power bombed me. I'm sorry, I didn't know you. I get a bus hole in the wall. Zangief is traumatizing you. You got PTSD from playing Street Fighter. You might not play Street Fighter Six. It's a downhill slope from there. For those who try it, please do it in a safe environment. So I hope these arcades got the proper you know what I'm saying constraints around it to to let it run. But I mean, it seems cool. I'm going to be real with you, bro. As soon as Zangief grabs me and starts, like, you know, twirling me around, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, play that anymore. 
So I'm kind of I'm kind of good. Like I I watched it and I saw like myself like you know just losing everything in my stomach. So I'm I'm very good on that. But that looks like a dope idea. That's crazy. For those bro. that want to pay for it. As soon as you get, as soon as he grapple, you gonna start swinging on somebody. You about to, about to, <laughs> about to snuff somebody in real life. Like, oh, bro, I'm, I'm just gonna fall on the ground. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm I quit. <laughs> oh man, nah, he that, might actually knock me out. That's, just, that's insane, bro. That's insane. But nah, shout out Street Fighter VR. Uh, moving on here to this next story. Uh, legendary video game developer and studio head of Tango Gameworks, Shinji Mikami, has officially left the company. So the creative mind behind a lot of games like Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, Beautiful Joe, The Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo, and of course, Hi-Fi Rush as of late has decided to step away from the Bethesda-affiliated studio. Now, we got some indication that he had a really light involvement with the production of Hi-Fi Rush. So he was basically only overseeing the project and just kind of letting the younger generation in his in his department shine and before he kind of just took off to his next adventure or retirement or whatever may be in his future so uh thoughts on makami leaving tango that's tough Bethesda. that's <laughs> tough for y'all that's real that's like that's three games i didn't even know tokyo uh ghostwire tokyo was involved with Bethesda. i i wasn't keeping too many tabs on it but i heard really good things about those games the evil within ghostwire tokyo and hi-fi rush and he was involved in all three of like arguably the best recent games Bethesda has had to offer he's he's a he's a he's a he he cooking he cooking yeah no he's cooking he's been been cooking for like 30 40 years yeah yeah it's sad for uh it's 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 quiet for Bethesda honestly Given the last bit of information, though, I'm like, I'm not that mad at it because he was like, yo, I, w- I was super hands off with this stuff. I was just kind of overseeing and tidying things in the back. So it's like, yo, he really believes in the development team that he left behind. And I'm like, but that's just a publisher. You know what I'm saying? I, I look I try and look at at least the situation of the development team themselves. And if if Mikami has that much trust to really be that hands off, that laissez faire with Hi-Fi Rush and it came out the way it came out. That, that's that's fine by me if he's gonna you know if he was like it, he it, the man literally had an Uguay moment he was like yo listen it is my time and just dipped he was gone you know what i'm saying like that that seems like a logical conclusion to me and he's letting the young people shine so to be real this this could be just kind of like a move that doesn't really hurt tango in the slightest they you know they could just be there because uh, we've said this re- it could it could not but i think it might not just because of how the comments came out about hi-fi rush like we've said this beforehand a few episodes ago, like Tango has been one of the most versatile um, studios I've possibly seen in the last decade. Like they switched genres so much. They've jumped from project to project. And when you see Mikami's resume, it makes sense why they have that. So if he instilled enough in that young development team, they could really do anything and they I, they could have a fair shot at making it great. So I'm not as fearful about, about that stuff. But, you know, Mikami been putting in work from literally like... Again, he says career started in 1990, bro. His first his first director job was Resident Evil 1. Like, he's literally him. He's one of them ones. Like, I, his name should definitely be in the, up in the Raptors when it's all said and done. But shout out, shout out to Mikami, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. Last but not least in the warm-up here, Will Smith, guys. Will Smith. <laughs> he's been working double shifts since he slapped fire out of chris rock man he got in touch with tencent for a brand new marketing campaign for the new open world survival game entitled undawn which seems like a run-of-the-mill open world survival joint with the base building and all that zombie surviving stuff so i mean what did you guys make of this campaign run for william smith 
sure will. Like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> he will get the bag. That's, that's for sure. That's, that's as much as I get to. Like, okay. Basically. I, I, I'm not playing it, but I, I hope the best. I hope for the best. Son, we we needed Will Smith in art, too. I don't know how he's doing these random-ass 10-cent jobs, bro. Why do we... I, I'm not even going to speak bad on Vin Diesel's name, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Will Smith could have did something. He could have did something different. I don't know. He still got the Aladdin beard. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of mixed variables I'm getting from this, bro. The Oscars need to just let him back in, bro. Let's let, let, he's <laughs> he's done his time, guys. He's done his time. He's a, he's done more time than than most people in the most who and then most of them, the Oscars. <laughs> Shoot, and he, yeah, they tripping, bro. But Will Smith, get your bag and get out of there, bro. That's all I gotta say on that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me put this back on, but. I, I see you. I see you. Anyways, moving on to the main stories here. Let's start off with the Sony State of Play. Hot off the presses of this PlayStation State of Play for spring. Uh, you know, literally quite quite literally pulled a fast one on us and just kind of said it on Tuesday. Hey, guys, we're, we're back again. Dropping some shit. Check in. And, of course, people are going to check in. So they dropped a bunch of new stuff just kind of going through the gamut here. Five brand new PS5, uh, PSVR games. Uh, a, a game called Humanity was kind of like a super, like spirit dog puzzle type game. Uh, we got more information on Tachia, including the release date of March 24th. Uh, a brand new game that we got shown off called Goodbye Volcano High, uh, coming June 15th. Uh, a brand new Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections uh, trailer. Uh, Wayfinder, which is like an R- action RPG, felt really like not necessarily monster hunter but just like pure action rpg fighting against huge you know huge bosses type of thing destiny 2 lightfall trailer ahead of its release another resident evil 4 remake trailer baldur's gate 3 uh, with an august 31st release date reveal and some more gameplay and street fighter 6 with the zangief lily cameo reveal and extended suicide squad kill the justice league gameplay so what did we make of this state of play y'all That sums it up. I hear it. I hear it. To be honest, you know, you already know I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest Sony person. So, like, to be real, I watched it. I was like, cool. The biggest thing for me was like, I saw the like, you know, Naruto Tom's Bordo. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm I still don't have a PS5. Like, I've, I've been looking towards <laughs> it. Like, I still don't got fair. one. Like, it's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It, it's just such a conflicting like, like thing for me because it's like. Half of it was VR. I'm never buying a VR headset from PlayStation. Nope. I just don't see the purpose in it. Unless they let me use it on my PC, I'm not buying a, a VR headset for one console. Um, especially since the VR headset is actually more expensive than the actual PlayStation. It mm. makes no Wait, sense. what? Yeah. Yes. That price point is, is crazy. It is actually more expensive than the PlayStation 5 itself. On gaming top of that. insanely ga- unaffordable. No, what? gaming is... This, gaming is, this is, is literally a ridiculously priced pastime. It is. It is a. It is a luxury to say the least. Wow. Um. And like, but the thing is, like, the cool things that they announced, I was really hyped for. Big hype for soup for Street Fighter. Every time they say Street Fighter, I doesn't. They didn't even have to show anything. I just gotta <laughs> look at it and be like, whoa, this is awesome. Um, like Destiny's trailer was, was sick. Resident Evil Four looked really, really good. But then you have like half of it being VR, and like humanity looked cool, but it didn't look crazy it wasn't gonna blow me away the naruto thing was pretty hype i will say that the naruto thing was pretty sick because i've been trying to play the ninja storm games but i don't i'm not a big fan of the first one and how it's played or how you have Mm. to play so like it all being in one umbrella in one game like even if this game if this game is a hundred dollars if it includes all of the content from all five or four 
uh, Naruto games, mm. I'm happy with that. Like, that is a really good collection. That's my biggest concern is, like, how big, how much of this game is going to have all the stuff from the other games. Mm. Um, but all, all together, it was a pretty okay reveal. Suicide Squad is looking uh, super above average. Uh, that's kind of the vibe I was getting from it. Was above like, average? Yeah, it's... it's uh, I'd be on, like, I'm going to be real with you. I, I like... For it. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the the Arkham series. Like I, I love the Arkham series. Like those are some of my favorite games. Uh and I saw that and I'm like, yo, it's the Suicide Squad. Like, even I'm I look forward for even like the movies about them, stuff like that. There's so much you could do with that. And I don't know, just like a a, a real, not even a railgun, but like a movement shooter type-esque like PV. I, I, even if it was PvE and it was like it had more like you know what we know from them as like combat i would have loved it i would have been like yo this is absolutely insane you have the justice league like you know they've gone evil so i i know it's gonna be some fun to it because it, it like i don't think it's gonna be a bad story or anything like that but yeah I, th- I think the best quality of it will be the story because they have so much to work with especially in the arkhamverse right so- yeah. I'm not going to be mad at how the characters are performed. Like, that like, was cool, by yeah. the way. The when char- they show the Wonder Woman. Yeah, the character performances and all cool. that stuff like that, I actually really enjoyed from top to bottom so far. Like, I, I think all of that fits. I think all of that is good. And I didn't even know Samoa Joe was in there. Like, shout out to Samoa Joe. That's a real G right there. I didn't know half of the things was, like, happening. But in terms of character performance, story progression, all that stuff, I have no I have no worries about that because we've been here before yeah. in that loop. I think they know what they're doing. It's just the gameplay. I like most of it but this is the <laughs> thing for me this is the thing mm-hmm. with the verticality and with the breadth of the environments that you fight in i feel like you gotta have more of a variation in what you're doing because what we saw from the snippet they showed us this again we're not speculating they showed us this just now it was like okay three enemies are up top you know what i'm saying maybe like a couple enemies over there on this further platform and it felt really sparse i think that's the word i want to use sparse i it, mm. With the trailers and stuff that we've shown so far, and again, it's not nothing to wholly judge by, the vibe that I kind of wanted was more like chaos, literally chaos. Like, okay, there's a horde of enemies you have to fight down here. Like, uh, not necessarily Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, not, but in kind of in that similar frame where it's like the, the, the volume of people that you fight kind of creates that sense of urgency like oh i gotta move from this i'm forced to move i i have to use my movement at at all times like it felt like in the trailer at points it's like sometimes yeah you could use it to get up there but you some of it felt superfluous it felt like unnecessary it's like okay you didn't really have to do all that swinging and stuff to get to that one platform you could just shot them way over here i i I, in, in these types of games I want urgency. Like, if it's a Borderlands, like you, like th- there's gonna be certain parts of, parts of Borderlands series, like where it forced you to be like move in certain ways, or else you was gonna get cooked. I, I feel like just because how enemies are laid out and stuff. But for Kill the Justice League, I just want more chaos in a sense. And I feel like that could justify how the movement system is. Now, there's other there's other things I was I looked at and I was like, uh, it could be a little bit of a warning sign. I don't know how I feel about some of the you know like just. The like actually the act of like killing enemies or destroying enemies, it felt like okay, just like couple couple clips and it gone. I don't know if it felt like as punchy as I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, win. I but that so far that's that those are those are the gripes that I've been seeing. Man, man, man. As somebody who has is an owner of Gotham Knights, <laughs> this is this is really funny to me. Like I just think that this because a lot of people were saying like yo. 
Gotham Knights isn't the isn't the true blue Arkham uh, uh sequel. Can't wait for Suicide Squad to show you guys how how a bad how a, a DC game is made. I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of it looked like flashy pointlessness. Um, if if I'm being real, like there are times where like I'm seeing like Deadshot scope in on a monster like across on top of this building, and I'm like, what's the point of that though? Like, why are you killing that one monster all the way over there? Um, what's right. the what what is the objective? Like, I don't really know. It just looked like a lot of flash. It looked like a lot of like showing me traversal. Cool. I I'm seeing a lot of traversal, but what what's stopping? me from in, like what what happens when i land at the place that i'm going to like after i traverse and i get to where i'm going what's keeping me here um I, is it the the one button press of the boomerang and i get to do like this cool thing where i i've hit a bunch of people at once awesome but it's a one button thing like it's not it's, it's not, not anything it's not crazy it's not active now this could be easily fixed with really hard enemies like maybe they're showing us in like easy mode or whatever like that mm. that could possibly be what it is but as of right now, from what I've seen, this game looks about about what we would expect in 2023. Like yeah. a, a, a regular, like shoot 'em up, very generic kind of thing. It's gonna have yeah. flavor because they put Harley Quinn's skin on the on the character. But if the, if you would have showed me this with no DC attachment and been like, "This is Crackdown 4, I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, yeah this looks like Crackdown. Like yeah. this looks like yeah, fighting aliens yeah. or whatever." Like it's and, just and wrote Crackdown cool. by the way, wrote Crackdown. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like no. it's. Awesome, bro. Like this wasn't even the best. This this had the most time on the event, and it wasn't even the best showing, the best game being showed here. Like I feel like the Naruto game had more impact on me than than this than Kill the Justice League or yeah. even Street Fighter. And all Street Fighter did was show me a couple moves and a couple like engagements, Friends. and it already showed me like more True. depth into that game than yeah. than this game. And it's Resident Resident Evil too. I ain't gonna lie. I'm yeah, sorry. Resident I, Evil I actually care. that Resident, is a Resident perfect Evil, example. Resident Evil showed me enough. It showed me enough of new stuff. It showed me enough of what you're going to bring back. Like, again, I almost lost my shit when I saw Krauser. So that's just me. That's my personal thing. But, yeah, I yeah. think there was enough of there of similar, but also showed you a lot of new stuff. Again, like with the Krauser fight, they said there's no QTE. So that's all That's all active hand. That's actively fighting and not just pressing a button in a QTE. And, you know, you're uninvolved in the sequence. You're actively involved in fighting him. And that's the level of, I guess depth that's the required in the gameplay experience now and it's like okay if we can just get that one little button skill and that's it i i don't feel as involved you know what i'm saying i, I see that's the gripe that you're that you're trying to make with with, with with what we saw from uh what's it called suicide squad and it makes sense it makes sense and i i, I understand it it's just like I, I it could be how they showed it it could be the difficulty spike it could be the lack of enemies in the area i just wanted I just wanted to see how you can be more urgent with this stuff because if you come in, it's only like a couple of enemies. It's like an empty ass auditorium, like a couple of people, like after like some some AA meeting or some shit like that. You just clear out and that's it. There's, there's no urgency. There's no excitement to it. But if there's like oh a bunch of enemies on the ground and it's a bunch of enemies actively hunting you down in the air or something like that, like flying around actively harassing y'all, like then it then it's more lively. I just I missed it being more lively. You know what I'm saying? Like. You could have saved some of the space for a Batman game. And even then, like, I know we were talking about, yes. I know we were talking about kind of like them being more grounded, not necessarily in like, not just like, like character, but literally like on the ground floor and being more combat heavy with some of the stuff that they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that would have changed the game dramatically in my, in my opinion. And you just have to substantiate what they're doing with, again, the environment that they're in. If there's only like a few enemies here and there, I feel like the usage of the the traversal system isn't gonna be as like you know not useful or 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 you know look looking forward to like okay I gotta do all this stuff to hit like one person on a roof okay 
But if there's like 50 people on a roof, I'm going I'm going to get my ass up there. Or if, if people are swarming on the ground floor, I'm going to use traversal system to get out of there. It's just the liveliness and urgency in the system that I right. I think that's missing from what we saw. I agree. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's crazy. But yeah, the rest of the stuff in the in the presentation was cool. Um the the Tachia stuff was looks like a pretty cool exploration game. That looks pretty cool. Um shout out, shout out to the uh what do you call them? The scale the scaly game. scaly. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you're not getting me in trouble. It's all right. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't uh, say who. I didn't I'm just saying somebody says scaly, bro. Me in trouble. No, 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 no. No beef, no beef, no beef. <laughs> do what you want to do. Where your Chuck E. Cheese comps? Leave me alone. Shout out to shout out to Good Vibe on Kato High. Nah, that game was like definitely like out like just so random because it looked good. It was, it like was, it, was, it was very out of the blue. The honestly, I, I was like, I was it was very unexpected. Look, you could do Photoshop in the game. Like it was very like it, it's super slice of life. But it, I just didn't expect it in that lineup, honestly. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was cool. Wayfinder looked pretty bog standard. I wasn't really interested in Wayfinder, honestly. I was like, eh. Um, Lightfall, Lightfall DLC looks pretty cool. I came in front like that. That op, the main just op, bought it this morning. The main op looks actually insane. I ain't gonna lie, and I haven't been tapped into Destiny like that pretty much ever. The first Destiny DLC is when I fell off hard, but this this looks like actually really engaging. So shout out to the Destiny people about to eat off that. Baldur's Gate three looked actually really really good. I ain't gonna lie that. That that if if I wasn't tapped in before, I'm like okay, let me really start looking at what Baldur Three has to offer for this year because that actually looked really dope. Uh, we already talked about Resident Evil Four remake, but oh, that's all I gotta say. Oh, uh, and yeah, uh, overall, what y'all rate that out of like a letter grade scale? How y'all feel about it? Mm, like a C plus, maybe. I'll- I was gonna yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say C plus, C plus hard, B. hard C hard B minus. I was gonna say hard C plus. Honestly, C C plus. I was gonna say like we can keep it C plus, but I was gonna say a hard. You're not making it to a B in my opinion because we you can't Resident Evil. We have seen before, even though the new gameplay looked good. Street Fighter Six we have seen before, even though those new characters came through. Shout out to them, but you know what I'm saying like it wasn't a completely brand new game, and the brand new things we saw were decent. But then the whole Suicide Squad thing, I feel like it wasn't the best showing that you could have. This could be a situation where it's like Sonic Frontiers and we got the wrong people to to, to debut the stuff at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? It nah. could be that type of situation. Nah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is. But I'm just nah. saying it's like in this showing, it just wasn't showing the best light. Bottom line. Bottom line, it just didn't look it didn't look like what we expected. You know what I'm saying? It didn't look like what I expected. If if Rocksteady went to PlayStation, facts to drop, to PlayStation, drop their own thing. You're right. You're right. You're also to be right. like, yo, let us be the let us be That's the fair. closer for your announcement. And this this is the best the game will be. Like, I don't think it'll get better than what we saw. Mm. That's tough. Like, you don't you don't take this mm. to PlayStation and say, here is we're still we're still very far away. IGN I could see because IGN's like, oh yeah, yeah we'll get those clicks. Let's put, <laughs> let's slap that on there. Like, PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation will turn you away if you showed like yeah. the Sonic footage at IG like that IGN bro. had in a PlayStation event. They would be like, "No, we're not. We're not showing this." The frames were dropping on one of them games, bro. I can't remember which one it was. It was during. It, it was during. I can't Wayfinder, remember. Wayfinder. I think it was Wayfinder. I think. Well, yeah, you talking about running twenty FPS? That is crazy. Yep. I'm about to say, yeah, that one. But yeah, I'd say I say a C plus. Then I say a C plus is, is pretty fair for the entire thing so far. They don't be doing shit until like summer. They they don't. They, and then when there's other events there, they won't show shit there. But then they'll show shit at, at their stuff. They'd be like, yeah, we're showing up to their events, guys. Yeah, for sure. Bullshit. And they get to their mm. event the next day, they drop heat. 
and then they'll get to the end of the year, Game Award season. They'll drop at least one one big thing for Game Awards, and then they'll have their own thing in like October or some or something like that, and they'll drop heat. So I feel like the the Mar- the spring ones are always moot. I ain't gonna lie, the spring ones are always like eh. Yeah. So it is what it is. We gonna move on to the next thing here. Uh, I know at this point. At least one person on this podcast has played like a dragon, Ishin, but it has officially dropped, and I wanted to lock in and get impressions. So, I mean, when? You know what I'm saying? I, it's obvious at this point who the person is. I just wanted to get your take on, on how like a dragon Ishin has been playing for you, what you thought about it. Uh, how's it going? All right. All right. So, <laughs> if it wasn't made by this company... I would not be a fan of it right now. But because it has the characters that I love so much and it has like the style and the flair, it's really like the story is super engaging. I'm tapped all the way in. It's crazy. Then I start playing the game and I get a six shooter that doesn't have to any reload animation. So I'm just literally (laughs) blasting away. Like it feels so goofy and silly. The combat is very like whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not taking it super serious. But I'm having a blast. It's honestly, it's a good game. Um, it is one of the times where, like, I thought IGN, I think IGN gave it, like, a 7. And I, at first, I was like, yo, IGN is smoking dope, bro. There's such haters. And then I played it, and I'm like, nah, it's about a 7.5, if you ask me. But it's not a, you know, like, it's not crazy. But, like, 7, a little bit too low. But, no, nah, it's it's a really good engaging game, though. If you're a big fan of Like a Dragons, I definitely recommend it. I'm a huge fan of this franchise, so like I'm tapped all the way, and I'm having a I'm having a blast. Like don't, don't get it twisted, I'm having a lot of fun. But if you're somebody who's like looking for the next expansive, most amazing like action RPG or whatever, like nah, bro, just skip it. But mm-hmm. honestly, good game, definitely could recommend it. Mm-hmm. Word, word, word. Again, I was watching you play it. Literally, you had the six shooter for like five minutes straight, just blasting. Just blasting, bro. Man, no, man was no, running through stop. like this. He was running through like this for like five minutes straight. I'm like, dang, they, no sword, no hands, no nothing, just straight. They keep calling me a samurai, but I'm using the gun, bro. I don't need, I don't need a sword. <laughs> so that era is dead, baby. It's dead. That's crazy. But yeah, nah, it looked like it looked like. You, I think you said this on your stream too. It looked like older school. Um, it uh, felt like Yakuza. one of the older, yeah, like it felt yeah. like a, the the Yakuza old generation type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I think they switched they switched ge- um, engines mm-hmm. when they made the Kawami when the Kawami games. Yeah, and I feel like this game feels more like Yakuza Zero or Yakuza mm-hmm. Yakuza Kawami One. Mm-hmm. And like when they made the new engine, which is for the turn based game, which is uh the new Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. I feel like you can feel the difference in those types yeah. of gameplay. But I think. All in all, it's it comes down to a preference thing. Seven, seven point five is probably where I would have landed it. Maybe like an eight if you're a fan, but like if you're not a fan, then you probably be like, this is like a seven. Okay, where we're where. All right, cool. Just wanted to check in on it as 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 it were. But yeah, all right, cool. Good update on that. Moving on out of nowhere this week, we got the report from The Verge that Blumhouse Productions, who helped put on movies like Get Out and Megan, have announced a brand new games division to be a major player in the horror genre. So some more notes came through this report that uh, stated that the new division will make some original horror themed games for console, PC and mobile. And is set about a budget range of around 10 million and below for their project. So thoughts on this thoughts on Blumhouse stepping into the game. I know we all need more horror games. I'm sure as, as content creators, we, we, we uh, can't get enough of those. You will never make it to my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me you don't want that little dancing girl in like nope. VR? With the, with the little, nope. little body roll? You don't want the body roll in there? Come on, huh? 
Y'all can play these horror games, man. The horror is not for me. Oh, I'll leave that alone. Oh shoot, man, that's crazy. But I, I, I will say this. I don't know. I am unfamiliar with the budget ranges of projects. For I know AAA is probably like you know high, high double digits to triple digit numbers in terms of budgets and stuff like that. Ten million or below sounds like pretty indie. It's like they're gonna start off small and see where it takes people. It seems pretty fair to me. I'm interested to see how uh what I'm 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 just curious to see what games they pick first. Like like a like a Megan horror game, it makes sense off the rip just because like again, like how recent it is. You can't do a get out horror game. I don't know how well that will go. And and that's the one I wanted to get to. That's the one I wanted to get to right there. I don't how know do you, how, that's how do you work. make a get out horror game that does not cause mass controversy, especially to white people? Like how do you yeah. really do that? You know what I'm saying? As if the movie, as if the movie wasn't bad enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm just, I'm just happy most people didn't get it on that side. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy they just didn't. It's, phew. but the game version, people gonna be tapped in from day one, and they get something's yep. gonna go awry if it's a get out game. Yo, I could just imagine, like, I could just imagine the IGN reviewer being like, "All right, guys, we're gonna, let me try this uh, get out VR," and they're just like. Whoa, uh, what's going on? What's going on here? Exaggerated <laughs> swagger. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> nah, that'd be crazy if they did that, man. Get out of here. Like, like get that, get that, get that. That'd probably be the name of the game. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, honestly, speaking of Blumhouse projects, like, I, it's, I mean, it's only Get Out. Get Out's the only one that they would have, like, some ties to in terms of Jordan Peele stuff, so they don't have to deal with too much, like, black people stuff, which is fantastic. Just keep it out. Leave that out. But what would y'all see? I can see Megan being plausible. I can see that one, um, the, the, not Kevin Bacon. I think it was Kevin Bacon. The, the black phone. The one where he kidnapped the kid and put him in a room or something like that. That one, Bro, I, can... I don't watch horror movies. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I, I forgot. I forgot. He stayed away from the duppy, man. He stayed away from the duppy, then. But yeah, like, that I can see being one. Uh, they have some properties to work with. I'm just wondering what is there going to be like the format. And again, with the 10 billion under budget, I wonder how much wiggle room they have to work. So it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. But it's going to be a first person paranormal activity is probably going to be like the first big drop. I can, is I, what can I can see. Oh, wow. I can very much see that. I can and I can see a lot of people playing it. Like I think that yeah. that'd yeah. be crazy. It can be, be really niche. It can be a really small, super niche thing. Like a like not necessarily on the scale. I don't know how much, I don't know how much budget. It doesn't have P. to be good. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much budget went into PT, but like literally on that small scale, like it didn't have to be like that crazy. Like if you you look at a lot of the horror games that a lot of people are playing, like uh, Corey Kenshin, for example, big horror horror game player. A lot of the games that I watch him play that are horrifying are like they have the graphics of like a Resident Evil One game. Like yeah. it's not, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to do something like Atomic Hearts to be scary. You just have to put people. You just have to isolate their senses. That's mm -hmm. really that's how horror is done. Sure. Um, and I think they could do it for super cheap. Yeah, no, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong, and it's like, oh, from a business side, it's, it's got to be like it's got to be like a show up and prove deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you just got to do a yeah. couple of small projects and like you know make it hit with the horror community and show you can actually do it at this level, and then they'll give you more bags to you know tap into the other IPs and do all that stuff. So it's a work in progress, but this could be really good for the horror community, honestly. Like there's some there's some good IPs on the Blumhouse's um um wheelhouse, so they could they could be eating off that. So we'll we'll figure it for out. Sure. We'll figure it out. All right, moving down the list here. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft confirmed this week that it will be at E3, ladies and gentlemen, and it promises to deliver a strong lineup of titles coming with it. So the Cavalry's coming for Ubisoft, guys. How are we feeling? <laughs> What's <Cares>. a strong... <laughs> like... <laughs> 
what's a strong E3 showing? Like, I want to know. Like, I can't. From I'm excited Ubisoft. for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's a Gosh, strong... for the next five years of Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Bro, they're they're gonna show up with the full just dance band again you know they're gonna show up dancing their asses in there you know happity happity tap 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 they're gonna be like all right y'all let us show wow. you six hours of skull and bones and then we're yo, all just gonna be like why yo i have a question bro like yo honestly who at e3 didn't realize when all they could get was ubisoft that it was time to close this up <laughs> Bro, no, genuinely. Close it down I'm not guys. saying I I'm want them to die. I'm the studio now, like Diddy, bro. Forget it. <laughs> oh, you can get nobody. But Ubisoft. There's I, one person. I, I, I know there's Kona, one person. Konami is coming too, and Konami said they oh, have news yeah. as well. Yeah, but... they're gonna show us how how their NFT collection is gonna nah. revolutionize gaming. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> right, listen. Back, I, I'll get back on. I'll get. Well, yeah. Actually, I'll say this now. I think Konami will show a couple of things, actually, aside from NFT things. And I told I told Negus earlier, it bro, they're gonna piss you off this year. They're gonna piss you off this year. Well, me? Right? Yes. They're you think gonna... Konami's gonna piss me off? You think Konami hasn't already pissed me off? You oh, think they haven't already again. made the list of companies I hate? Again, no, I'm telling you, they're gonna go back, they're gonna dip into the well again, bro. Cause something Metal Gear Solid is coming this year. I bet you money. It's coming. It's gonna it... be Metal Gear Solid the card game, and it's gonna bro, be no, all NFT no, based. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> It's gonna be. I swear to God, and I'm gonna I'm gonna download it because it's gonna be free, and oh I'm gonna play God. like a couple no. rounds, and I'm gonna be like, man, I hate that this is my life right now. No, nah, man, they're they're dipping back into that well, bro. They're gonna touch the main series again. They're gonna touch it again. Really, be a, I, 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 the rem that remake might come. That remake might come. For which one, I don't know, but one of them might come. So I'll be take prepared. a remake. Be prepared. I'll take a remake any day of the week, but I yeah. I don't want them. I mean, we'll we'll see. But mm. back to Ubisoft, I. Unless they're announcing a third Rayman game, which they will not yeah, do, um, we're going to see Assassin's Creed in Paris or wherever. Like, I don't even know where they can head to at this point. And it's going to be like the guy with the hoodie and it's going to be completely different gameplay, but it all feels the same. It's just, man, I want Ubisoft. I want Ubisoft to go one full year without making a game that's open world. Like, I want them to take, I want them to know open world challenge to see if they bro, can even play. Level. Not know what era we're in, bro. Impossible Are you for real? It's no, but it's like, real? the people who made this open world thing worse were Ubisoft. Ubisoft is the one who originally it, destroyed this genre. Yeah, like, they just said, crazy, yo. Because they started out with some really great stuff for open world. They like, had, like, Far Cry 3 was great. Like I love that open world game. Watch Dogs, meh. The, the, but the it was first like, few ACs, like yo, that's crazy. But I don't think they know that their games suck because they put so much things into these open worlds. Like, I genuinely don't think they know that their games are bad because they can point to all the cool things you can do. Like, bro, but in Far Cry, you can collect a bunch of posters. Like, is that not fun? Is that what you guys want? You know, things to do. There's so much to do. And it's like all of it sucks, bro. Make me a linear, a good linear game with no open world. Like the Rayman games, and then I'll consider you guys a real company. Bro, give up, give up, bro. I already have. I already have, yeah, bro. That's... Honestly, it's it's a company that's based off of nostalgia at this point, and most people will, and a lot of companies are like, you're gonna get people to come back for those games. So that's why it's like when you say like this game is bad, somebody's gonna be like, oh, I played it because it was on my Xbox or whatever. And that's really it. Yeah, I'm 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 saying all this shit now, but when Splinter Cell come through, I'm. I'm... <laughs> 
<laughs> Boomer ass <laughs> What do you want me to do, man? What do you want me to do? What? I mean, you're gonna be playing Splinter, so I'll be playing Metal Gear. We're both yeah. gonna be miserable. We are <laughs> shackles to our nostalgia. It is what it is. Oh man, well, yeah, Ubisoft having a strong E3 presence, bro. It's like okay, sure. Uh, all right, I guess you know. Maybe uh, we're scared. Uh, <laughs> Shiver my timbers, <laughs> shaking in my boots. Oh my gosh, man, that is what it is. Uh, anyways, moving on to the next story here. We got some gameplay for the tell Telltale rendition of the Expanse series coming soon, showing off some brand new gameplay snippets and improved looks at Telltale's engine. I cannot say that word. Telltale, Telltale, Telltale. What are your thoughts on that? It looked good, actually. Um, I'm not even a huge fan of the Telltale engine because even when it, when it first came out, I thought it was dated. Um, and I still like the games. Don't get me wrong. Those games have really good stories. Um, but you're playing it for the story. But this actually looked like genuinely a more... Uh, it doesn't look good. Like, it's not as good as, like, a God of War. Yeah, but it looks like, but it looks wow, huge, you guys... It's a huge leap from what they did before. Huge. Yeah, this isn't a game made in, like, the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. this is actually, like... A, playable well not mm. unplayable but you know what i mean like it actually looks like it you looks, guys are it looks powerful it looks sharper much much sharper than yeah. it has ever been so that's that's the thing for me like i i haven't seen the expanse people tell me it's a really good show and i gotta go watch it uh add that to my like literally snake way list long of shows i need to watch but uh again from the gameplay alone from the snippets how you moved around it looked a lot smoother it looked a lot sharper colors looked a lot more again like just in in tune and that makes me happy for how Telltale Standing is generally. Because I know they just recently won some funding money. They about to get stuff cracking with different projects. Wolf Among Us 2 coming back soon. So I'm just glad that they got the engine situation like as optimized as possible for like stuff today. Because I want it to be in sharp quality. I want it to be at that at, at a decent standing, a good standard for the project that they're about to come back, come back with. Because there's a lot of heat coming from their end, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. All right, sliding right into the trailer trove, the section where we talk about a little bit more watchable media. Uh, only had a couple of stories here concerning uh, some movie stuff. And first and foremost, a brand new Hellboy film is coming in the pipeline from crank director Brian Taylor entitled Hellboy the Crooked Man. And the creator of the series, Mike Mignola and writer Chris Golden, have penned the script already and have kept the, the plot much more true to the authentic spirit of the OG stories it has been told. It'll be set in the 50s and it sees the titular character and a rookie cop getting stuck in the random ups of land for the witches ghouls and some connection to hellboy's past thoughts on this crank like the movie with jason statham correct that's correct that, that, that guy that cranked that cranked that cranked all right no nah, no nah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Let's, let's let's see what let's see what they have. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't seen any of the Hellboys. Uh, I think I watched nope. the first one or tried to, and I was like, this is cool, but like I just didn't really care. First two um, were actually good. solid. First two were yeah, I heard good solid. things. And then like the last one, the newest, the reboot was garbage. I not heard not good at all. Not yeah, good so at like all. I never really understood the love for Hellboy, but like I'll I'll tap back in. I'll I'll mm. I'll do it. I actually enjoy I, watching movies. I, I, that, I, that's I, a lie. I do do this <laughs> great. <laughs> I had to do ten Hail Marys before I watched them. But they're solid movies. I ain't gonna lie. That the first two solid movies. The the new the reboot joint. I watched it. Terrible. Not not a good movie. But the first two are Ron Perlman. Great. Ron Perlman was a fantastic Hellboy. He's probably not coming back because he's too damn old. So I don't know what the casting is gonna be like. I do not know what the casting is gonna be like. But since the creator is so close to this close to the chest on this one, you know, this time around, to my knowledge, I don't know if he has been as close to, as he has been before. 
this can hopefully be a better thing for casting. And I'm, I don't have too many worries about how the script and the progression of the story will go because literally the dude who created the shit is there. So uh, I have no fears about that necessarily. It's just how you're going to make it compelling and who you're going to cast. Those are my only questions. Yeah, and uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens because I, I don't, I don't ever see this franchise dying out. But I also like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's been on the fringes for a minute it's like yeah it's like one of those cult classic type of things or like a a, a very niche experience man so yeah uh negus negus with all your background and, and upbringing in childhood you've seen hellboy oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> are you for real no i'm joking i just want to say <laughs> bro <laughs> what i just want to you say you thought you thought i was allowed to go to a movie to see something called hellboy nah bro <laughs> Nah, bro. Uh, they, they didn't uh, even call it Hellboy. They called it H-E double hockey stick boy. <laughs> I couldn't even say the words in my house. What are you talking about? I respect it. I respect uh, it. And that's the response you're looking for, ladies and gentlemen. That's the response you're looking for. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last story of the trailer trove here. Michael B. Jordan back in the news again ahead of his promo run for Creed 3. He spoke on some of the influences for the movie here and mentioned that some enemies, including Hajime no Ippo, Megalo Box, Naruto, and My Hero Academia inspired some scenes in the film, and most directly some of the fights. So, I mean, how do you feel about, you know, again, Michael Michael B. Jordan's uh, directorial job on this being heavily influenced by some anime things? How y'all how feel about how that might put a pan out? He said that just to say that. <laughs> how do you know? How do you know? Bro, it's a boxing movie <laughs> that's supposed to be semi like you know like realistic off of the rocky you know what you could let him say what he wants to say it's definitely not the targeted audience i'll tell you that right now you're telling me that the my hero fan base isn't going to be lined up to watch um jonathan majors in- no <laughs> <laughs> Half of, half of the anime community in there who hate black people like, yo, let's go see Creed 3. Let's get in there right now because he mentioned my hero. He loves Deku and we love him. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> No, they don't care. Like, and we we kind of know the involvement of Michael B. Jordan and in, in, in anime at this point with, with that hilarious interview where he was like, I'm a big fan of, what was it? Was it? Oh, I can't even not, say not, it. Was not to rule. It's not to It's like not to rule or something like that. And it's like, what is he talking about? I don't even know how to say it incorrectly. You know what I mean? You know I, what I'm saying? I, I get oh, it. Like, cool. You like anime. Like, I do also. Like, <laughs> what does it you, have to do with how this feels? This isn't coming? a reference to anime. You know, you know that meme where it's like, hello, my fellow kids. It's like that, oh, but like, yeah, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Hello, do? my fellow weebs. How do you do? Oh, damn. Oh, like I could under, no, no. In all honesty, like I could, I could really be like, yo, if he was really like, yo, like John No Ebo, like we took some inspiration because of like just like certain things for the movie, because it's a movie, like they yeah. could do something, like cool, like that would like maybe he dedicated a name, like a, one of the moves to something, yeah, like cool, that would actually make sense. Yeah. What does this have to do about Dragon Ball Z? I, like I literally, it was like a direct quote. It's like someone with Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Blow somebody up in front in front of Creed? He's gonna be like, it turns on Super Saiyan. What what is the, what is the direct correlation in the film? Jonathan Majors, Kakarot. Like what? <laughs> Jonathan Majors halfway through the through the thing. Oh, like well, oh damn. <laughs> oh shoot, my power level. The lights. <laughs> 
Jonathan Majors halfway through the fight is, you know, he's going to like stab himself in the heart and then he's going to do a body change. And then, you know, Jonathan Majors is going to be Creed. That's how that's, that's going to work. Bro. Oh, oh my gosh. man. Unreal. Unreal. Is Jonathan, Wrong is Jonathan market, Majors man. Broly? Is he Broly? Is this what this is? Like, oh, um, this is too many questions, man. You, you could have just not said this, but uh, uh, listen, I'm going to let him have it. Because if this movie turns out fire, I supported this all the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, gonna, I'm actually gonna watch it because the creeds were decent. I'm not you gonna know, lie. I'm gonna watch it. He didn't have to do all this. It's like, it's like essentially what it comes to, like my man. It's like with people who start lying when like they're in front of the host. It's like, yeah, bro, it's, you didn't have to lie. You start lying, bro. bro. You, like, all you got to say is, yo, we got Jonathan Majors in. You already got the female fan base flocking. <laughs> they they bought they bought they didn't bought their tickets. Fandango ain't even got them up yet. They already locked in. You know what I'm saying? He, you already got them half. He tapped the director on the on the knees, like, watch this, watch this. I'm about to blow this up. So we actually took a lot of inspiration from anime, and the director's like, bro, what are you talking about, bro? Now they about to dissect everything we do, man. <laughs> Michael! I guess. The director's sitting there like, yep. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shoot. Right now, that's too funny. That's too funny, man. But yeah, nah. I mean, again, he is the director, but like all the dictated producers around him, like, I don't know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Like, the but executive they, but producer. They, but the executive producer is just sitting there like, did we? Did he really take it? Mm-hmm. Where did we see it? Can we get the reference? I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But mm-hmm. uh, best of luck, but I'm watching it. I'll watch it. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll be there. I, I was I, watching it regardless of him saying that. Facts, you know what I'm saying? He could have not said anything, and I was already in the this theater. Was, this was an unnecessary part of the interview. He could have just kept mm-hmm. it, kept it kosher. He didn't have to involve this, but it is what it is. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last main stories of uh, the week. Here has some more details on Jedi Survivor coming very, very soon in the next couple of weeks. Here has some details, including. Uh, again, just more open world and linear portions, a mix of them, and deeper exploration paths on the different parts that you explore in the story. Uh, Breath of the Wild style puzzle shrines, more cosmetic variety, extended map layouts for fast travel, markets for unexplored areas, and a whole lot more. So thoughts on some of the new gameplay you looked at, thoughts on some of the new changes that may be coming to Jedi Survivor. That's great. Um, honestly, the biggest issue I have right now with Jedi is like... When I'm playing the game and they make me go back to a planet and I'm like, I got to walk there like that is unless and please tell me I'm wrong because I would love to be wrong right now. But like, that's my biggest annoyance is like they, they'll open up shortcuts, which is great. I love shortcuts. Mm. But like, let me fast travel to these places because these maps get really convoluted and com- complicated. There's wall running in a lot of places. I'm like, yo, you want me to wall run, do the jump thing, go all over the place just to get to the spot? Like, man, I just want to get the little collectible and go. Like, I just want to be on my way. Mm. But the game looks like this. This game looks like a game that, not too big to fail. But you guys, you guys really can't mess up this formula. Like you guys kind of had a down pack, adding a little bit of extra. I'm all for it. Um, the cosmetic variety is something I'm actually interested in because I feel like the other game, all that that's all that the game kind of really had to offer for a little bit is like, yo, all we have are like different like colors and different skins uh, yeah. for certain things. Yeah. Um, that I think would be cool to make uh, exploring feel a little bit more, more worthwhile. Like, I don't feel like j- jumping into this cave with like these hard ass bosses just to make like my shirt look red, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Honestly, I don't think this game is, it could turn out bad, but I've been wrong before. <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. Uh, to be honest, I like, I think exactly with looking at this and what you just said is why I still haven't played the first one. I love Star Wars games. I've played a lot of them in the past, but my biggest problem is this game looks like and feels feels like when people talk about it, a chore. And 
that is my biggest fear is starting it and then feeling like, dang, I don't want to do this. So <laughs> you saying that makes it even worse. Yeah. And there's just like, there's just certain things that would help the quality of life. I still think it's definitely worth the try, but I could definitely, if you're somebody who's like, I just want to see it for the story. I could, I can respect that because there are times I already I'm did like, that. So like I, I've saw, I've saw the story, but like when I want, when I'm like, yo, I want to purchase this. I'm like, yo, my, do I have the time to like, yeah. Dedicate to it. Yeah. It does. It does take up a good amount of time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, it does take up a decent chunk. If you want to beam straight through, honestly, if you just if you if you had the skill, you could have just beam straight through it. But it, it depends. It, it does take a, a fair amount of time, honestly. I'd have to check how long to beat to see what the averages are. But from what I've seen of this, like the the hands on preview, all the footage that's dropped so far, honestly, this this could be a very positive change because one thing, well, a couple of things I felt like was lacking. This has nothing to do with the gameplay specifically. I mean, well, yeah, first, the story is already really good. The character progression of Cal is a whole different thing. Hopefully, we'll see more of that in the story. We already established this you know, beforehand when we first saw Jedi Fallen Order. But the maps themselves, I feel like they generally felt really contained. They felt really, really contained. And I'm not, I'm not mad at that because you're just focusing on the gameplay at first. You're really just trying to get used to everything, which I don't mind. It, it didn't feel as expansive. But as I'm looking at some of the new gameplay right in front of me, I'm just like, this feels like a really big leap. It feels like a big jump. And it feels like... It's something that you can get lost in, like an Elden Ring-esque game, where it's like, if you give enough of, of handling room, saying, listen, like, you can go off that way, do whatever you do. In fact, in the first game, you didn't really have that. You maybe had, like, some, like one little path to get the cosmetic, but not a whole section of a map to be like, yo, I can find whatever in here. Like, giving people more license to explore, I feel like would be really good for this game, especially the fact that they introduced mounts as well, so it makes it faster to traverse those areas. There's a lot of places where you could really, like, you can really find some enjoyment out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a healthy balance. And like you guys said, it's kind of too big to fail where it's like the worst you can do is the same as you did before. And that's not even a bad, it's like an eight. That's a pretty solid place to be. But I feel like they'll, yeah. have, they'll have enough in the exploration, expanding the, 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 the format and what, and what you explore in a certain way to really make it like, yo, if you find something, it's really novel. It's really like, okay, you can be, you know go off the beaten path or the trodden path or whatever and like find something that you weren't, necessarily meant to find if you kept on the main story route so i'm i'm excited that they've taken this approach i'm excited that they kind of expanded and opened up the playable worlds a little bit because that's something i would definitely like to do like i want to become a jedi master and just explore shit like like and it seems like he has a lot more in his tool belt to really use like you're gonna get the dual sabers he has like guns he has grapple the grapple hooks a lot more stuff and i feel like that could help make it less stiff like you know what i'm saying like make him a less stiffer i guess like combatant which helps a lot as well so I, I I'm liking what I'm seeing as what I'm saying. And also cosmic cosmetic variety. I want I want him to have a bunch of different. So give him like a pseudo star killer suit and all that. Like a jet a Jedi like uh, uh, about to say the the whole like knight a whole like old school knight uniform right. whatever. Give him all the different alternate outfits as you possibly can. I need I need to be dripped out, bro. I need to be dripped out. Cal can't be plain, bro. If you ain't going drip out his character, at least drip out his fit. Like come on, let's 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 work on that. But uh, from what I've seen so far. It's gonna be a banger still. I'm not I, I I have no fears about the game relatively at all. But yeah, solid man, solid. Shout out to Jazz Survivor coming through soon. Oh, I gotta clear my nose for this one. Good lord. I forgot this was on the topic. Oh jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikas, I don't know if you've uh you know what I'm saying, I don't know if you've been tapped into this the the latest telenovela, the Saturday stories of the Xbox Microsoft acquisition, all stuff like that. Uh 
today was the latest installment of the uh, Xbox Activision telenovela. Uh, as we as we've said before, Microsoft held a big press conference this week with the European regulators to address like all their standing, where they're at, you know, with the progress of Activision merger, what they want, the shakedown. It was literally like a mafia sit down type beat. I ain't gonna lie. There was a lot of details given out, but some of the highlights here was Nintendo and Nvidia fully announced 10-year deals uh, for the Xbox partnership and support on the Activision deal. So with that, they said, hey, listen, we're supporting Call of Duty. They can have it on their platforms. We're going to have it on our platforms for 10 years, as well as other Xbox titles. And then they also said, we support Activision, you know, the the merger. Go ahead. So NVIDIA and Nintendo gave the thumbs up. Uh, Xbox also reiterated that they will not settle for less than acquiring the entirety of Activision Blizzard. So all the stuff of them taking a piece of, of, of Activision, them selling off a piece and then taking a portion of it, taking Call of Duty, all that stuff is dead to them. They don't want none of that. They want the whole thing or nothing. So that was that. They said there was a description of the uh, market split in the EU. They basically provided a bunch of stats that said in the EU, PlayStation has 80% dominance in market share and, and Xbox has 20. So they were like, what competition? You guys are dominating everything. They kind of kind of just disproved that point. And they also had some discussion on potentially putting COD access on other cloud platforms and on PC via Chrome OS to, res- to remedy some of those accessibility concerns of like, oh, you guys are going to dominate the cloud market or PC market if you have Call of Duty under your wing. So thoughts on all the stuff that's going on with them because, geez, drama. <laughs> <laughs> like, <coughs> like, I'm sorry. That is, that is a funny, that is funny. Like, first off, I don't know why you asking Nintendo and NVIDIA for their opinions on this. What, like, Nintendo, what is Nintendo and, like, okay, Nintendo and Activision, I don't even know what Activision games are on a Switch. Like, I can't even think of any Activision. Oh, my bad, Overwatch is on the Switch, because there's so many people who are playing Overwatch 2 on the Switch right now. Um, NVIDIA, sure, I guess, like, I'm sure I'm sure Nvidia is happy with the the acquisition deal because Lord knows they're super fair with pricing and their 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 business management is not all about getting the money out of the people. Um, eighty percent is a really bad look for PlayStation. Like you guys, that is that is a hard 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 sell. It'd be like, oh yeah, you guys are gonna dominate the market when they're not even not even twenty percent. That's kind of embarrassing. That's a that's low key embarrassing to have to say myself. Like we only own twenty percent. That's kind of damn. Um, sucks to be Xbox. This sure, like I don't know what the ten-year deal with Xbox and and Nvidia and Nintendo are gonna look like. I genuinely don't. But like, I'm still against the acquisition. But it's pretty funny to have to sit there, call a press conference, and be like, "We suck here. <laughs> here is where we suck. So let us have this, please." <laughs> Bro, oh man, no, niggas, how do you honest, feel, man? I, I like I, at the end of the day, I don't care. It's called <laughs> like you know, it's great. Call of Duty's gonna be on the on on the switch. It's gonna blow it up. Um, <laughs> Drop I, shot. I, like I, like, this. Uh, people thought that like you know this meant maybe a new like console. I still don't. I, I still think it means nothing at all. Um, personally, maybe they might give a little upgrade, but that's about it. But yeah, outside of that, like. Microsoft is really just trying to like make as much like you know off the take over the market slowly like each piece by piece. So I guess it's uh you know it's a great thing to have the switch. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, yo, this is messy. This is so messy on all sides. Like, bro, y'all was arguing so hard with the CMA with the UK CMA, 
and then you know what I'm saying doing that. And when it shows you guys are 80% dominant in the market, I mean, listen, what what company wouldn't want to defend their position? Obviously, but it's like, damn, you guys got 80% dominance in the market, and you're gonna say it's unfair that if they acquire one thing to get it to maybe like 27. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I know Call of Duty is a big platform, and they said they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't do. I'm saying at least in the short term. You know what I'm saying? Like PlayStation, people still rock with PlayStation because of heavy brand loyalty. Niggas, the niggas don't rock with Xbox. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a different brand substance type of thing. Now, not to say that it can be easily switched or switched over time, but right now, understanding dominance in the market is dominance in the market. So I was like, damn, that's there. Well, on the flip side. Microsoft has to take so many L's in, con in, in conceding so many different points in these arguments. That is crazy. They're like, yo, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Xbox Game Pass does be cannibalizing some sales sometimes. It happens. It happens. We didn't know, you know what I'm saying? But we did some things for it. It's all right. And they're like, nah, we, don't get, we, we suck ass in Europe. You know what I'm saying? We're not great. We're not good at all. But, you know, we're trying. We're just trying to get some stuff going. The fact is you got to take so many L's to get to this. They're willing to die over this right now. And it's hilarious. The dude who was presenting all this information, he literally was like, he, he walked over to the side of the stage and he was like, yo, in my hand is the agreement for PlayStation right here. That would depend. I walk around with it every single day, and I have since December. Whenever they're ready to sign, we're here. I'm like, damn, bro, you, yo, this is this is desperation, bro. Just want, bro, just want these She don't want you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yo, if you if I was sitting in that room and you would have like showed the slide where it says PlayStation owns eighty percent, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'd have been like, Kevin Hart, damn, damn, damn. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's bro, tough that's it like you gotta get, it's a certain point of embarrassment you have to get what you want on this like you just gotta concede you just, you gotta you gotta give up some part you have to have no shame to get through this you have to have zero <laughs> shame to get through this period bro they don't care they're just trying to get this Activision deal done like i i don't know but i will say this the fact if they get through this and they somehow acquire Activision. These 10-year deals are going to be absolutely ridiculous on the back end. If they get through and actually get what they want out of this deal, as soon as those 10-year deals expire or are close to expiring, those renegotiation talks, Xbox could be talking serious cash shit the next decade. They could be talking some yeah. serious cash shit. And it's, it's, that's a dangerous game to be in. I ain't gonna lie. Like, they gotta have some lockdown stuff. They gotta have, like, 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 like Diddy shook night contracts on Call of Duty and all them exclusivity joints, like forever. Like, yo, we don't want to deal with that. We're not even gonna give you the chance to do some 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 buffoonery with our brands or whatever. Like, if they get through, Microsoft got a lot to handle in the next decade. They got a lot of of, of ammo and bargaining chip power. You know what I'm saying? Like, could be them, crazy. Them, them, yo, I don't even I don't even know. I don't want to be playing games in 10 years if this goes through. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be bad. Like, it I could be. Spooky. I don't believe there's a chance. It could be very spooky. Like, yeah, I don't I don't be. know. The lack of competition is going to make game like if you guys I hope you guys are happy with the quality of games. Now, I hope you guys cherish what we have because gaming does not get better. I hate to be the bear of bad news, but. <laughs> We've already peaked. This is the descent. If this goes through, people gonna, it people, could get people worse. People be like, remember we were hating on Suicide Squad? I Bro, just, I, I wish we had days. a Suicide Squad. Ah. Right. No, <laughs> why, you're right. Why I got to pay to reload my gun? <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nah, man. It's actually going to be bad. It's actually going to be pretty bad if things go left. And it's like, 
they have like it, there's so much room for error there is a lot of room for error on many different sides because like again if you have to put call of duty up for sale somewhere else it, it can't really stand on its own with its own infrastructure because it's a part of activision so like who swoops that up and if another company swoops it up that's a whole entire thing like somebody has to be small enough to still acquire it and not be an uh, uh, uh and not be a overly competitive or dominating force and who has that money to pick up call of duty very few people so it's like you're only looking at like the embracer group sony ea and maybe like one other company you know what i'm saying it's hard to really think about that either you let it die or nothing happens like it's it this is a very tough spot to be in i ain't gonna lie but the ramifications for this is gonna be felt it's gonna be felt especially in a decade if all this Ooh. stuff goes through so yeah man this is this is messy this is there's one thing I can say. This joint is messy. I would not be standing up there delivering that information, bro. If I was, if I was, if if Phil Spencer told me, "Hey, listen, you got to deliver this information for us, bro." Like, but you saying we get twenty percent in the market? You saying we ass here like that bad? Like, yeah, you got to say that out loud. Like, I'm not in the room. I'm gonna need a raise. <laughs> you gonna have to. You gonna have to give me more than twenty percent for this. Like, you, this is <laughs> this is something different. Like, you want me to say twenty percent in front of the hoes? In no front of sense. like in front of the hoes. Like yo, man, my fa- it's televised. My family here. Like yo, they gonna take pictures of me next to the fucking grass, bro. <laughs> they, they did. They did. They did. They did. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that man next to a bad grass. The pictures oh, are it's... forever. They're forever, bro. I'm like, damn. Oh god. Your kid looking at you like, damn, dad. Your company sucks. <laughs> hey, eat, 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 eat your breakfast. Man. Eat your breakfast. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing you in the quote retweets that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy situations, man. But all right. Moving forward here uh, to No Man's Sky. They're back again with another huge free update in No Man's Sky. Fractal with new PSVR 2 optimizations, controls, new gameplay, vehicles, and expeditions to get into. Uh, I know we're not all the most familiar with No Man's Sky, but I just want to throw this on there just to say, like, yo, kudos to y'all. I'll be real. How y'all making money? Like I don't yeah. even know how also y'all making true. money. No, also, I don't. Also, very true. I don't. I I feel like this is like this is the longest like uh what's it called um free update longest remittance period ever. He's paying back to the fans for a minute because that launch was that launch was crazy. It was it was pretty crazy. But he's it's been like five years. It's like five six years since that happened. You know what I'm saying? Free updates for five years. For like that's something that n- that's something that not that's many. I don't think anybody can say. People can't no. say that free and, updates and and they've and again they've had a loyal base they've had a, a loyal base. platform i need i need to see their performance metrics as compared to star citizen honestly because they're they're i mean like, i don't want to say i wouldn't outright. even consider star citizen in the same genre anymore bro like not, that's not it. even not even honestly to be real like they've done so much different stuff they've they've literally done stuff consistently they've expanded as fast if not faster than, than um what's it called star citizen again the teams may be different size or whatever and they got picked up different circumstances but still it's like yo no man's sky really turned around like i at some point i will try no man's sky again at some point i will i have it because other stuff happened i was busy my fault y'all my fault sean murray my bad dog but mm. i i do want to come back because they've added so much into this game it's actually it's utterly ridiculous it's utterly ridiculous how much they came back so you know kudos to them for sticking to their plan of, of catering to the people that supported the game but I, I, that's a, that's a huge no, clue because that is literally a rare case. You, I will, we will possibly, we'll never see something like this again. We'll probably never see something like this again in gaming because that that's and they don't care enough. That doesn't make enough. There's no way that they're making enough money to keep this up. Like these people genuinely care. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I I feel like 
some of these updates, people have been working like on the weekends. They're just like, oh, I thought of something cool to do for this game. Like that's that's what I feel like because there's no way you this game that's on Game Pass that's been out for I don't know how long is making money when there's no in there's no in-game cosmetic purchases. Like you can't pay for anything. Like everything is just playing the game, and there's no like DLC to buy. Like it's just the game. And that's a rarity, man. That's a huge. You're rarity, never getting bro. this again, and especially uh, if the Activision deal goes through. You'd be so. You, <laughs> You don't have to pay for updates. You have to pay for patch notes. <laughs> so you want you want to start the game five dollars? Hold that five dollars, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But now nah, again, shout out No Man's Sky because again, everybody gave it a lot of shit. Somebody, I remember, I was in high school when that game came out. I'm pretty sure I was like a latter end of high school, and I remember my boy was so excited for No Man's Sky, and I was telling him like, "Yo, I don't know how I feel about it." When it came out, I was dogging him every day. I was like, "Bro, that game." You see what happened to it? You see what happened? Enjoy ass. But I throw my hands up, bro. This was I this, was wrong. This was a great redemption story, bro. Y'all came back. No, I wasn't wrong. It was ass when it dropped. I was not wrong. I was not wrong. I was not wrong. But I I I was surprised by how they responded over years and years. The consistent effort to actually improve your experience and make it free to people on top of that. That is something that we do not see in gaming. We do not see that on a consistent basis, nowhere near enough, and not to this extent ever. So, again, hats off, hats off. You're, you're probably going to be better than Starfield. I don't know yet, but I'm just saying. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> but again, shout out to shout out to No Man's Sky. All right, moving on to the next one here. Uh, got some word from the Godfather of the City of Final Fantasy, Ichiro Hazama, that he stated he's about done with the thought of making a new The City game. He's hanging up those boots, but he said he wants somebody else at Square Enix to take up the mantle. Like Batman, you know what I'm saying? Take it up and and bring a brand new Dissidia game to life in the future. So, uh, how do y'all feel about that? Who, who who could be the guy or girl or person or developer to bring that up and bring the city back? How do y'all feel about that? I'm not gonna not lie to you, gang. I I've never played the city. You never played the city. I've never I've never played the city. I don't think I watched gameplay of the city. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, bro. Nah. I'm sorry, sorry bro. Yeah. This is this is, a you, this is a you this thing. Is this is a you thing. This is, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a me thing. This is a, <laughs> this is a me thing. I'm I'm ah. This is tough, man. This is I'm tough. Look up some gameplay while you talk about it. <laughs> I, I feel like, especially now, because the game, the state of gaming, especially with Square Enix, has grown so much in terms of a fidelity standpoint, and like games look really, really good from Square Enix when they're optimized. They look really, really good. So. Having that and then ha- and kind of making some tweaks to their systems and stuff and making it play well in the modern day, that's going to be a hard thing to to push, in my opinion. Uh, maybe the team who who did all the um Yoshida Yoshida, the guy who did Final Fantasy sixteen, him, I think he could be a really good pick to actually bring the city back because I mean, again, he's familiar with Final Fantasy, obviously, and he had I, I think with Final Fantasy 16 and the latest iterations he's been able to at least figure out how to really get the combat tweaks right at least from a single player standpoint but that can be adapted and that can be transformed into how something that's multiplayer could be based so who's to say that Yoshida can't pick up something if, if there was anybody I think that'd be my primary pick number one and I'm not saying Nomura because of the fact that I don't care leave Nomura alone let him do Kingdom Hearts let him do what he does let leave him to his devices. Don't 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 call him for no unnecessary stuff. Don't call him for none unnecessary. All right, leave him alone. His phone number should be untapped with filter messages. Hey, the city, click, t- hang it up, hang it up. Leave him alone. Let him let, let him work on Kingdom Hearts and all stuff like that. Appreciate you, but Yoshida seems like a good pick for me. That's all I'm saying. 
Uh, damn, I was really alone on that one. My fault. I'm yeah, sorry. No, no. no. Yeah. I love the passion. I, I might. I, I watched like I literally just saw a couple seconds of gameplay. I see. I see what you're talking about. It's kind of like a little like arena fighter, kind of yeah, like yeah. a it's, it's, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. It's cool. Like I have, it brings the Final Fantasy characters together. I'm just not. I like Final Fantasy. I'm just not that big of a Final Fantasy. Character. You know, no, uh, fair, fair, yeah. fair, 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 fair. Yeah, it, it's it could be really good, especially now because you have like all this time has passed. Like I, I can't remember if they had lightning in one of those games or not. I think they did. I can't remember. I, actually, wait a minute. I I don't think they did off the top of my head. But you have like lightning from lightning and light from the lightning returns games. You have Noctis. You have again like uh, Clive or whatever from wow. the new one. Cloud, they, you know, Cloud, Cloud, yeah, yeah. Cloud was in there. I think, I think he Cloud was. was. I just he, yeah. in the video I saw he was yeah. in there. Let's yeah, yeah. But some of the people who weren't like who who were in Final Fantasy games that weren't like that that weren't made in that time frame of Dissidia. So like you have the new yeah. characters that could come in and stuff like that. There's a lot of a lot of new blood that can go into the Dissidia game, and you could also drop a cheeky sword in there and stuff like that too. Because I'm like, hey, the play's still up. You know what I'm saying? There's there's some wiggle room to put some extra characters and stuff in there too. There could be it could be interesting. So I I just hope. That the city it does get picked up by somebody, but I think Yoshida's probably the most likely target in the next, I'd say probably like eight, eight years. Conservatively, eight years. Conservatively. So that's fine there. Uh moving on to the next story here. Industry veteran and esteemed writer slash director Joshua Ortega, who wrote on Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and several Star Wars projects, has seemingly confirmed that he is involved with the Gears of War franchise again. For future projects. Now, for those that don't know, again, he's a writer and co-director for God of War 2 and co-created the story and narrative level design for Gears of War 3. I said God of War. Gears of War 2. Thank goodness. He was a writer and co-creator for Gears of War 2. And he did uh he co-created the, the main campaign and the level design for Gears of War 3. So he has experience. He's a veteran for Gears of War, not only that, and in gaming in general. Uh Gears of War have been real quiet. So, how do you guys feel about this? Do they need this? Do y'all do y'all see any any foreseeable return or a redemption for Gears of War? I know people care about the story mode, like somewhat, but like I feel like it really matters about the multiplayer for a God, for a Gears of War. Like yeah. at the end of the day, at this at this point, the only, only the like at this point, matters. at this point, only the multiplayer matters for me. I'm sorry, I lost. Yeah, track. Like, I lost track after four. I really did lose track after four. I I downloaded four bonus. Yeah, like I downloaded four to play like, the story mode because it was on PC. Did not yeah. did not make it through. Did, I I started playing co- multiplayer and I was like, oh, this is kind of gas. And then like I yeah, that, that, that as long as you it. keep that in horde mode solid, you can do whatever to the story mode. Honestly, yeah. but again, he does a level design too. So, but just his presence, I feel like could be a big help to the Gears of War brand in general because Xbox need a win. Xbox need a win. Halo's not gonna do it for you. Halo shot themselves in kneecap. They're not coming out with. But if, if Halo soon. can't do it for them. Why are we putting it on gears? I'm not like, saying I'm not saying Halo, every, I'm not saying everything on gears. I'm, I'm I'm not saying everything. They just need a win. They just need a win. I'm not saying the whole burden of the. They, uh, they don't, don't think, have to be don't Atlas think, for X for Xbox. I, I don't think you realize what you're saying, man. I'm gonna be real with you. I get what Wen <laughs> so, is saying. So, I'm sorry. You can't win with Halo. Oh, okay. How are you winning with gears? You you gonna you gonna stop the fire maybe for a little maybe. bit but but it's not like and, but I'm not I'm not saying the win will be equivalent to a scale of a halo like right they need anything they need anything they can get that's what I'm trying to say so any type of positive progress would be I I think that would be a win not a not a capital W it'd be like a lowercase I think the, lower case, I think the problem is like the shooter genre right now like it's obviously there's always mm-hmm. room 
like you you i'm never gonna say there's not anything that but like it's again you have halo that didn't work and then like you're trying to come into a market again with like games that are grandfathered in at this point yeah and yeah. I, it, and I, I i don't know and i feel like it's such a different now everybody's such movement minded now you know what i'm saying like the apexes and all stuff like that I mean, you have your valorant and stuff like that but it's a very different thing it's either no movement or max movement i feel like there's no in between i feel like gears of war is like is that in between where it's like okay you're wall bouncing but the general movement is still kind of stiff where it's like you know you're still turning you know what i'm saying like not as fluidly as you would in apex yeah it's not yeah. expressive it's very rigid there is the wall bouncing aspect of it but it's still very rigid constraints to how you move and i feel like that's it's maybe it's maybe a little bit dated i will say that it may be a little bit dated but there's still things that they can do to actually make it unique and compelling it's just it's gonna be an uphill battle it's gonna be an uphill battle but i i would like to see gears back in some capacity personally because i i enjoy gears i enjoy gears but it's just hard a game like that will be hard to make that jump and make that adjustment in today's day and age where people are very movement minded if that makes sense no yeah i can see that i i see what you're saying yeah. um i sure I'll, I'll be happy for the gears of war fans but i don't know if i'd ever download another gears game unless it was like gears one yeah. through three remastered yeah. and like i had somebody to play it with like i was playing it with panda or something mm -hmm. for a video or whatever yeah. but like if if it's me Playing video games on my free time, it will not be Gears. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I was I was I was grandfathered into Gears. Like people played Gears before me, and I just got I just hopped in literally and then kind of backtracked and stuff like that from there. Like I I was not doing that on my own volition. Like I was late to the party on Gears in general, but I liked it. I liked it, honestly. Like it was different. It didn't feel like Call of Duty. It was very, you know what I'm saying? At the time, Call of Duty Battlefield was dominant. So I was like, anything that was different. I, I was like, okay, I, I can I can tap into it. So I, I I feel like that's why I got a soft spot for it slightly. But you know, it's it's I'm just saying in general, Xbox needs a big first party win. They do. That's that's a bottom line. And they need to take it from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? They need to get a win from anywhere at this point to really get on track. You know what I'm saying? High five rush does count as one, but not to that size. You know what I'm saying? That was a surprise hit. That was a sleeper hit. That was more like that's a different lane. They're covering boxes in different lanes, but that big first party, you got to go, you know, toe-to-toe -to -toe punching up with a, a Sony or a Microsoft with a big release. They get in their ass with every time. They need something there. You know what I'm saying? They got to, they gotta, you know what I'm saying, Re relive that Xbox 360 era juice, so to speak. So we'll figure Would it out. Would it have to be free-to-play? Uh, ah, Gears free-to-play is crazy. Mm. Like Game Pass, like would it have? To it be? would have to oh, be yeah. Game Pass. They did one thousand percent. Gears like Gears Five and Six were on Game Pass. Gears Four, I think Gears Four, Five, and Six were on Game Pass at some point. There's a Gears Six, or no Gears Four and Five, not Six. I, I think six, I think Six is coming. I think Six is coming. If, if they drop the Gear Six and I never heard of it, I'm like Bro. that shows you how well this is. But even go. talking about on Game Pass, but would it have to be free to play in this era? Like I think it would have. have to, to, I think the multi, either that or like a beta or something. But like because okay. like. You think you think I'm paying like think of all the popular shooters right now. Are any of them shooters you pay for? No. Nah. Why would you? Yeah. No. Yeah. And only only people have that excuse right now is Call of Duty, but Warzone literally is the is the fail. Warzone's for that. free, yeah. Yeah, the Warzone's the, the override for that too. There's always a loophole in it. Yeah, no, nah, I hear it. I hear it. It's just a tough uphill battle, man. Xbox is fighting, they fighting for their damn lives on so many fronts, it's crazy.
It's actually crazy. Fighting for a, a, a billion dollar deal doesn't seem like that crazy of a fight for yeah, me. No. <laughs> like a- not for me, but I'm saying like it doesn't it's not a good look. Their optics are not that good when you look into it. You know what I'm saying? Like they it looks like it's they they desperate for the wins, bro. They need the they wins. They are desperate for the that's, wins. That's you what could, I'm trying say to say. That. You know what I'm saying? They they desperate for the wins. They fighting for their life to get these wins and scratch and claw to get somewhere. That's what I mean. Uh shit. It's crazy. All right. Anyways, moving on to the last story here. Uh, hold your ears, other FGC and specifically Smash fighters. Capcom just told the world to get their money up and not their funny up as they decided to announce that the prize for this next Capcom Cup that will be held within Street Fighter Six will be set at one million dollars, which is one of the largest leaps for one of the classic fighter titles that I've ever seen in a tournament setting. How do you guys feel about this jump for the Capcom Cup and that prize money? Bro, I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's like I wish it was something that was like a while ago, like during like the big like esports boom. But now, even now, for like something to happen like that, especially with like you know a new gaming, a new game coming on its foot, and like basically, I I hope they go even further with it. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, I I cannot tell you how exciting this is to see yeah. because like even if even if you're somebody who's playing valorant or whatever right like let's say you're one of like the people who like really is into esports but just haven't hasn't found their groove or like wants to be a competitive gamer like you seeing one million dollars on a on a cash prize bro like i'm i'm gonna try street fighter six out why wouldn't yeah. i like no, if you're somebody who plays if you're somebody who plays even smash bros a game that is not connected to street fighter whatsoever why wouldn't you try it why wouldn't you try this game out just a little bit even just a, a taste like it just yeah. doesn't make sense for you not to try uh, to try to tap into this like growing a million dollars by Capcom, like that's you don't really hear that, bro. No, like, no. Like God, that's supreme. That's supreme confidence in their product first and foremost. Like they was like, yo, we 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 know you guys are gonna get into this so much so that we're willing to put a million dollars on the line for that cup. Like we want y'all and involved. This this kind of pa- like this kind of like action, like this is exactly like what you need to 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 bring about like change like this mm-hmm. like this right here street fighter 6 marks my word is going to be like the new renaissance of fighting games like this is going to be where fgc comes back and like but like we're getting more people into the fgc mm-hmm. i thought like people were saying like fighting games are like a dying breed i don't know man this kind of a mm. push it seems like they genuinely are trying to tap into like a newer market mm-hmm. or like even just think- revitalize I don't think that it's like a dying breed. Um, I definitely think that it's more of like, it's definitely niched out. And like Street Fighter is something that like, you have to want to get into it. But like, if my hope is you're putting a million dollars behind it, this is a, this is like, you know, a big gaming company, which means that they're hoping that like they're, I'm hoping that their marketing is going to be on point for this, which means that they're like ready to like expose the players to like being like, this is here. Mm -hmm. This is what we're trying to do. And this is what we're trying to expand on because like it will one, make people step up like all around because now it's going to be like, yo Tekken, like what are y'all going to do? Yeah. Like you can't just look at that because what's going to end up happening is like, if I'm a Tekken player and say for instance, now Capcom is doing these type of tournaments every so often which one am I going to play that actually has the real, the actual realistic like money? Of course, I'm still going to play Tekken, yeah. but if I'm good at Street Fighter, also I'm going to go try to make to, to make more money. There's a really interesting story of like the Street Fighter um, player who, when Tekken Seven came out and Akuma was added, they went and they were competing in tournaments and they were crushing it in tournaments to the point mm-hmm. where they started playing Tekken seriously. And like I, I'm a person who plays fighting games, 
I know of a few of my friends who play fighting games. None of us are like, oh, I'm only playing Guilty Gear. I'm not touching anything else. We all love to tap in and play other fighting games. And this is one of those moments where it's like, I just feel like they're they're trying to um, like incentivize people to try out Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to do really well. And I think that the way Tekken 8, like the way Tekken is being rolled out, because I feel like you didn't hear a word about Tekken 8 until Street Fighter 6 came out. And now they're like, yo, we need to start, we need to ramp this up because now we're getting way more information about Tekken 8. And every time the Street Fighter thing pops up, mm. I feel like in a month or two, we're going to hear more things Tekken. about Tekken. Yeah. So it's, and it's a very competitive space. You don't want to be the fighting game that the least amount of people are playing because the pool is already so small. Like, like you said, it's already a niche. So like, one, I've already been a huge fan of how they've been handling the, the Street Fighter rollout. It's been done. It's been executed. Honestly, one of my favorite video game campaigns of so far. I think the only other thing that I could think of was was as hype was like Smash. Every time they announced a new mm-hmm. character, like this feels reminiscent to yeah. that era. Mm-hmm. And like seeing like big prize pools, like it's just I don't know, man. Like the FGC, I feel like we're it, it's 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 going to be a good time for us. It's going to be mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, and it's like. I think the part of it, speaking from my perspective as the casual, yeah, I say, how you doing? Uh, speaking of that, like the one million dollars, like damn, that's a hell of a lot of money. Like I don't hear money, that type of money usually coming out from a lot of the FGC. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh dang, so they really believe in their product for one, but two, it's like the entire experience of it. They might bring you in just off the, off the prize money, or like oh this game will be crazy, everybody gonna be playing it. But I feel like they have enough systems or enough modes around it to support the more casual gameplay. So it's like if you're if you're ass at the game, which I'm assuming I will be at some point, I can go blow off some steam in the story mode, in the world tour mode, and doing something else there, and still enjoying my time, and also you know probably learning how to be a better fighter, probably learning some things on the way, and maybe learning different characters, learning different move sets, having the ecosystem to keep you around is just as important as the initial offering that brings people in. You know what I'm saying? That million dollars could be enticing, but now you have a whole environment that you can just stay in and enjoy the fighting game, enjoy a little arcade mode. Oh, you, you want to play this little classic Street Fighter thing while we're waiting for another game? Hop with me in the, in the little like arena waiting mode thing. There's so much, I think there's so much more embedded into the experience of Street Fighter that's going to make it a really, really enjoyable, long longevity-wise, a very, very fruitful uh, uh, just game in general. I, I, I kind of agree with when where it's like, this is going to be a big leap for fighting game experiences in general, where it's like, yo, it's going to be more than just getting into the fight. It's going to be about the entire experience now and bringing more eyes to the platforms that you guys are on. You know what I'm saying? Like street fighter six would really be that big leap where it's like, yo, it's not just the, it's not just the game there and the community just kind of create stuff from the the base stuff you create they're making more and more to keep people in-house they're creating more and more to keep people cohesive rather than just drop the base game and leave it street fighter capcom doing a really good job with this rollout again me a person who's shite at fighting games i want to play this and get better i, I want to play like fighting games again and actually get better just looking at these trailers you know what i'm saying so street fighter been doing a good job but smash players look away now Look away now. <laughs> if you de- if you dedicate to Smash, my boy, you getting paid shillings. You better go. Out. You better go p- pick up. You better go pick up Ryu. You better get going. No facts. You're gonna be getting paid in exposure. Facts. Facts, bro. You better you better get in Smash. You better get in Smash and start there. Learn his real combos. Learn the Z on the Switch stick, and then hop over. Like you, it's it's right for you if you don't move, man. That's crazy, bro. But yeah, shout outs to Capcom because that that is very very good for the fighting game scene, in my opinion. So, shout outs to that. 
And with that being said, that's all the notes that we have on this episode today. Anything that we might have missed from uh, anything in the news, anything that might have happened in the last, last couple of hours or so that we didn't cover? The only thing uh, is the Evil 2023 uh, oh, the lineups. Lineup, lineup was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, all these games being played on PS4. I'll make it quick for you guys. Um, being played on PS4. Still hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. So we got Street Fighter 6. I didn't even know that was coming out on PS4. But we got Street Fighter 6, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and mm-hmm. I think, uh, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but they always like to bring in um, a nice little throwback game in there. So we got Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Ooh. 3 in the cut. Yes, sir. Big up NBC 3. So- it is a very, very good lineup. I'm very excited for Evo. Um, the only sad thing is that they are no longer doing top eights. They're doing top six, Ooh. which is like, I think they're trying to, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, they're just trying to bring the show down a little yeah, bit so, because it'd be it's so common hell. that it runs over. Be long so, as hell. Um, I'm not, it's sad because I love top eight, but I also understand that like, yo, like I'm sure the people at the venue are like, "Yo, we gotta disinfect this bad boy after you guys are done, anyways." So like, we need to speed this up. Like, I get it. It sucks, but Evo 2023 is gonna be sick. I can't wait to see Street Fighter Six at Evo 2023, actually, because that is a game we're gonna see some high level play for a game that's been out what maybe like a month or two at that at at, at that point in time. So yeah, Evo 2023 is gonna be great. But that's about the only thing that we miss. Hey man, you know what I'm disappointed about with that. So. Oh, what? The uh, the lack of a very good uh, party game? Very good party game, man. One of the best <laughs> party games of all time, sadly. Like, I'm still disappointed. I understand, like, man, it's it sucks, like, watching, like, the, that game because of the fact that, like, they, they just won't work with Sony, obviously. Yeah. It's like it's like set tripping. Like, you it, it, you understand, like, it's probably, like, a hard line they won't cross. Yeah, so that's why one company's blue happen. and one company's red, you know? You know? Yeah. And that's it. Straight up, straight up, it's crazy. We need, <laughs> straight we, up. We need the picture of, of the blood and the cripple on the sideway, the side of the street with the with the with, with what the, the so sad, man, it because it's like one of those things where it's like, yo, this is just fighting games. Like, and we understand yeah. that, like, Sony is obviously the owner of fighting games, right? They they are the king of them. Like that that is the system that they play it on. But at the same time, to not have like possibly some of the best viewership from like i know it wasn't even on they don't they don't have it on the main stage for a while at some points but i I just wish that like it was something that we could just like get over like personally i really do i completely agree i miss watching like the smash the smash top eights Mm -hmm. back in the day those were like me and my boys we would like watch it while we were eating we were like at uh college and we would watch like top eight while we were eating cereal because we had to go to college sooner because we worked for the college mm. and i was like damn bro that was that was hype and we're like yeah and i'm like you're not gonna see that anymore which is mm. tough. no crazy Mm-mm, man yeah settle the beef man settle the beef what would the kids think gosh damn what's wrong with them anyways uh i think there was probably a couple of different random stories like i, th- I think i saw that they were gonna make more lord of the rings movies and stuff I think there was an HBO Max series about some game. I completely forget what it was. I think they ordered a, a, a an HBO Max series for some show, and I forget what it was. I'm gonna be pissed off because I was like, "Yo, ain't no way that they're doing this." But uh, uh, whatever. I'll figure it out next time. Anyways, closing notes for this episode of No Cool Down Podcast. We'll throw it to Win first. 
Make sure you guys drink your water, sign up for those betas, um, and make sure you get in the lab because when June drops, it's gonna be crazy. Hey man, that's that's real. That's real. I'm definitely I can't wait to get my ass whooped anyways. Uh moving on to our stand-in uh for King V I I I aka Negus is in the building. Uh what's it called? The closing notes for the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I really, I really do appreciate it. Um, it's always mm-hmm. great to talk about like, you know, different things and aspects of gaming. Especially since I only I only pay attention to Nintendo. You guys know that. So uh, when it comes down to it, that's that's usually where I lie. But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, like you know, next couple months, um, especially with everything going on, there's going to be a lot happening. Especially with uh, hopefully Nintendo. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, man. That's crazy. My closing notes is, uh, you know, what I'm saying when you put your hands up in the sky, some people told you, you know, what I'm saying put your hands up like a concert, but when you put one hand down, that makes a five. If you don't rate this podcast five stars, your third eye will never open. So I need you to go on all podcast platforms to rate us five stars where available. Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Spotify, oh. you know what I'm saying? I need to go to all these platforms to rate it five stars right now. Enlighten yourself. Enlighten yourself. Reach a higher plane of existence and rate no cooldown podcast five stars or else. Uh, y'all have a great night. <laughs> this has been episode 57 of No Cooldown Podcast. And with that being said, we are out of there.